Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever it is that you guys are hearing my voice. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I am your host, Josh Line, and joined as always with me, Mr. Seth Cruz. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, man, doing pretty good. How are you? Well, not too shabby. Uh, can't complain, you know, I'm healthy-ish. Uh, still dealing with this Bell's Palsy stuff. I'm not all the way back yet, but... Uh, you know, I'm getting closer and closer every week, so I'm thankful for that. Uh, don't got a lot for you guys today, but we'll get right into it anyways. Seth, anything new with you, man? I got in a little uh, fender bender on Friday, but other than that, I've just been busy with uh, driving and, and working and all that fun, happy stuff. How about you? Like you're What's living the you? dream. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. You know, not a lot. Uh, just dealing with uh, things starting to wind down with, uh, you know, school activities and um, the social life of a teenager is uh, 24-7. Yep. So it's never, as a parent, you know, you're always, it's like you're always on the job 24-7. So, you know, right. and I guess nothing really new with me other than that. Um Getting right into it, you know, with your guys' uh, quick news rundown, you may have seen some reports out there or, you know, complaints of all of these M1 Mac users that are heavy users of Dropbox storage solutions. They are complaining that there's like a lack of support on that and they Dropbox has kind of made it very clear that it's not exactly a priority. So don't expect anything from them. Um, I do expect their stock price to take a hit here this next week after this, these, all these complaints kind of start to hit mainstream. You know, honestly, the, the thing that I think would impact our listeners has to do with the fact that the battery drain and CPU usage and things like that are a lot higher than on other products because they uh, don't use a binary, if you, I don't know what the word is, but it's not built for the Apple Silicon. It's still built for Intel, so it has to go through a uh, translation, the Rosetta software. And that is why, my understanding, why it is not as good. So the fact that they're not making, getting rid of the translation and going to an actual Apple Silicon-based product seems a little short-sighted to me, but I hope that that changes. I'm sure it will. They're too big of a company, and people use, you know, millions of people use Dropbox because it's the most versatile, you know, cloud storage solution that is out there. Right. Uh, next up, Microsoft is now the most valuable company in the world, uh, in the United States, I should say, and not Apple anymore. Uh, this comes as a surprise as Apple recorded their or announced their fourth quarter fiscal uh, results here the last week, and they made a one billion 
dollars a day in Thank revenue. Thank you, Dr. Evil. <laughs> One billion dollars. dollars. Yeah, that's a lot that's, of money. Man, I don't even want to get into the conversation maybe we need to have a conversation one day on the podcast about what would you do with just one billion dollars versus 365 billion dollars or 366 billion dollars in a leap year there you go uh next up you if you guys may have seen some issues if you recently updated to mac os monterey on your uh, macbooks where it just got released last uh, last week, so I think it's been out for a week now. We're recording this on Sunday on Halloween. And you, there have been some reports that USB-C hubs, powered USB-C hubs, are not working on the software. And you can bet, or the OS, and you can bet that Apple will address that in the next release of uh, Mac OS Monterey. So keep a word out. Just know that it's not just you guys. Uh, Seth, is that something that you have experienced, or have you do you even use a powered USB-C hub? I don't use a powered USB hub, but I did notice that I had a prompt to install different updates, and I went through and selected that I wanted to update to big not just to update the the options on big sur as opposed to going to monterey and when i updated it said oh we need to reboot your computer and i said sure okay well it hung on me during that update process and I said to my wife that I was going to have to go figure out because it said to, you know, power it off, just press and hold the power button. And I I literally didn't know where the power button was on the MacBook Air because there's not an actual button that says power. And she goes, well, it's just the button where the touch ID is. You just press and hold that down. And wouldn't you know that worked? So there you go. Press and hold the touch ID button on your mac macbook air and it and it does power it off anyway powering it back on it updated all the updates just fine the next attempt but i have not gone to monterey yet so i don't know what that's going to look like sure yeah that's uh and also when you do uh, update to mac os monterey just kind of let you guys know the big feature that Apple kind of announced at WWDC of uh, universal control where you can pretty much scroll from your MacBook to like your iPad as like an extended screen kind of thing is not in the initial release yet. Um, we'll Ooh. let you guys know when it is available, but that was kind of the big thing for everybody. And they, again, this is Apple taking their time and making sure that they do it right so that when they can roll it out they they minimize you know those types of issues but again we'll keep you guys updated on that i Uh, did actually look i was looking at it this morning actually wondering why would somebody want to go to monterey you know just what would if somebody asked me well why do i want to upgrade like my dad might say that right mm -hmm. and the, the the biggest thing was that moving things across from different devices 
as a as a content creator, that would be really cool. But as an actual just simple user of the programs, I don't know how useful that really is. It, it looks cool, but unless yeah. you're doing work that requires multiple screens, I'm not sure how useful that really would be. But yep. what is useful is the that they're that well. I don't even think it's been brought yet, but the share play features. Yeah. That, it's out now. 15.1. 15.1 has it. So, 15.1 does have it, yep. So share play would be the biggest reason to allow that. And then also just that the focus modes now are understood across to the in, – in Monterey – more more seamlessly like on your watch and your iPad and yep. your phone. Yep. And lastly, Safari really does have a nice clean look. So I am looking forward to upgrading to Monterey, but it was just interesting to me that I couldn't think of a good reason why I'd want to upgrade until I went back and looked. Like it did I, I didn't feel like that was really pushed in the marketing materials, it wasn't something that came across. You know, clearly, this is the reason you want to upgrade. But to me, SharePlay becomes the biggest reason. I agree with that. Out, yeah. out of iOS 15 in general, that was kind of the one thing that got everybody excited, and yeah. even non-tech people like myself, uh, non-tech people like my wife and my kids and stuff, they they knew about it and they you know of course got got excited but you know they didn't have they don't listen to the podcast and had they listened to the podcast they would know that it it was not released in ios 15 as promised so it is in ios 15.1 just to let you guys know so yeah uh now as far as ios 15 and ipad os 15.2 beta is concerned it is out to us public beta testers um, I actually had to unenroll my iPad 7th generation from the beta program because the beta pr- the be- the program size, the OS program size, is so large that I ran out of space on my device. I have zero space available on my device if I was to have it on there, so I unenroll <laughs> my device, um, which gives me another reason as to why I need to upgrade to the 9th generation iPad as soon as possible, sure. at least, you know, or an iPad Air 4 or iPad Pro, whichever have you. Not going there today. Anywho, uh, as far I did keep it on my iPhone 11 Pro though, and two big changes here, guys. The first is the emergency callout uh, on the button slide notification where it takes three seconds. It'll count down to before it starts calling the authorities. I know there's a lot of people out there, including myself, who have accidentally dialed the emergency response nine one one phone numbers, and by accident because of that feature. So Apple has actually extended that up to eight seconds now. So instead of three seconds now, you get an additional five seconds. So if you to cancel it in case you realize it, which you're going to hear the really annoying alarm noise going off, so you should be able to catch it in the meantime. In in now. And also, the next thing is, uh, we talk about it all the time, where Apple is really gun-hoeing on this, on the whole privacy movement. You're going to be able to get, per 
app privacy reports on basically what it comes down to is that what they're, they're what they're sharing with you know third-party people or with even apple and i think as opposed to everybody doing this on their own i think what's going to be nice is that security researchers are going to look at what apps say they're doing and what they actually do and will call out misbehaving apps I think this could bring renewed scrutiny on applications like TikTok. That why do they need to know your IP address and share that with a server in China? Right? Like, why do they need to know your exact location and lots of other information that security researchers have brought up before as okay, there are certain applications, mapping would be one of them, where you might benefit from precise geolocation information. But for, I'm just going to say TikTok, I'm not sure they need to know more than a general location. You're in a city. They do, yes. Why do they need to know your precise location? There's just lots of things that it's questionable why an application would really need to know all of the things that they're collecting and sending off to some random server out of your control, right? Yep. And so I think that when, once these reports become available, you're going to see a lot of people, security researchers, start scrutinizing this information. So I'm not sure that we have to all turn it on, but we have to pay attention to what people see. Yep, and make sure you read the notifications and read the disclaimer at least once or twice that way you right. know what you're getting yourself into and you know the details of what exactly is being done with your information on these certain types of apps that i guarantee you are just not going to care about your privacy so right right um, that's that that's your guys's quick news rundown uh for our deep dive it has came to my attention that the supply constraints for the holiday season are going to be really twice as bad as what you know at least i originally thought if not worse and this goes with not only your apple products and technologies but everything that has to do with any kind of shipping and i want to get into this today because there is already pre-Black Friday deals going on right now. And the sales that are, you're not, what you're not going to see is you're not going to see as big discounts as you have seen in the years past. So where you, you may be able, where you used to get, you know, $200 off this item is now going to become $100 off this item or $150 off this item type of, th type of situation. So the cost is going to go up on this. I've gotten reports from friends of mine that have, I guess, overheard employees at, let's say, at a grocery store say that we don't, hey, we don't have any trucks coming in this week. And so with, you know, that being said, you can already tell that people are starting to go into panic mode a little bit and they're starting to hoard and clear shelves again. <laughs> And nothing's I, getting restocked because there is nothing to restock. I, I went to Sam's Club and they had the 
limit one per customer up on a number of items in the store, including, I hate to say it, toilet paper and paper towels. Yep. But, yeah. Stuff you should not be hoarding, like toilet paper. <laughs> That's something you should not be hoarding. Don't do it. It's it's dumb, and you're just going to make a lot of people angry. And it, there's just no need for it. We're not going to run out of toilet paper, people. Let's be honest. And, let's and, and it's not sense. cheap. It's like 20 bucks for one of those big packages. I mean, holy cow, you know? Yep, yep. But, hey, if you don't need to buy toilet paper for the month or two months, right. you know, then, you know, it's there worth it. There you go. You know, no, I, I I use Walmart Plus to order my groceries. And normally I don't have any problem, but I did actually find that many of the items, and it was weird, like Progresso soups and Kraft macaroni and cheese and refried beans. I mean, it wasn't anything, you know, specific. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It was just all sorts of random things that they're just missing off the shelves. And it was so much that was missing that I couldn't really even order what I would... We went we went into the store. <laughs> sure. and, yep. and yeah, I mean, the shelves were missing lots of items. And it was, you know, during a time when normally everything would be restocked and the shelves would be full. Yep, not today. Or whatever, yep. not this week. So I do agree with you. I think shipping is having a, a, a greater impact. I definitely think that in the technology world, you have a double whammy because you have the chip shortage and you have a shipping issue. Yep. Things are people are saying that things are sitting on ships, waiting to get to a dock, and then even yep. then they got to get from the dock off the ship. Then they got to get on a train. Then they got to get on a truck. Then they got to get, you know. So there's all these steps before they get to you. And and all every one of those. require people. Yes, and requires no people. people. Correct. And, so, and there's not people. Right. So I, I definitely am feeling it. And I think that, you know, some, anecdotally, to your point of here, overhearing somebody talking, um, one, of, one of my kids works in retail. And he was told that there's not going to be a Black Friday early opening for his store. They're, they normally would open at midnight, and they're not going to. They're going to open at 7 a.m. So, yep. And you know, there's and, you're, and you can see, you can expect to see a lot more of those limits on on things uh, as far as you know, tech and Apple products, guys. Just here's here's some perspective. I went in search of getting a new iPad here in town and okay. I wanted to do it through, you know, cell phone carrier and they are completely out. And the only thing that they had, I think I was able to see they, they see that they had one iPad mini and that is it. As far as I was also looking at wow. uh, new iPhones as well. Okay. And yep. they had, you know, those were in a better situation than they were a month ago when Apple had, you know, released it. The new iPhone 13 Pro, they now have, you know, a few, you know, quite a few of the iPhone 13 Pros. But the really popular choices like the Sierra Blue, nobody has it. <laughs> because, they're, you know, because, again, not enough supply to meet the demand. Interesting, and, yeah. 
So, you know, there are those other options of, you know, getting the uh, the white one or the silver one, whatever color it is that they described, and then the, and then the space gray or sure. black, whatever. Those are available, and yeah. that's fine. But, again, if you're looking to be extremely choosy, you're going to have to wait. And that's what we're seeing. And it's going to flow. This type of thing is not going to just you know resolve itself overnight and with the demand going up with the holiday season coming around the corner because when this gets released on november 1st guess what we're already starting the holiday season and demand is going to go up even more so buy your stuff now if you feel like you need it now if you feel like you need something now go buy it now because this is going to be your best opportunity to do it uh, my dad had actually my dad he's got he's always been really forward and ahead of the game uh, there's another word i'm trying to look for but i can't figure it out right now but in september he actually sends me a text message every mid september end of september to start my kids and my grandbabies on christmas lists that way they can they can start looking that way they can start looking and they you know sure sure enough that's exactly what they have been doing and i think you know they've been doing it for years but i think that is honestly the smartest thing that you could do for yourself i myself i'm not looking to upgrade any of my devices anytime soon i'm actually going to keep my iphone 11 pro stick a new battery in it and put a new screen on all for the price of $30. And I just extended the life of it for another two years or three years minimum, if I want. If I don't and I feel like getting rid of it, then guess what? I can sell it for the refurbished price because it has the new battery in it and it has a new screen on it. So the, the price Absolutely. goes up a little bit. You know, plus with, again, supplies going up and stuff like that. You can't even find a... Uh, like a seventh generation or sixth generation iPad on the Apple's refurbished websites. You can find the eighth generation and the iPad Air 3, but the prices on them are so close to the new stuff that it's worth it just to go buy the new stuff at that point. So I think that's why people are staying away from that. But you may have to buy used this Christmas, guys. Uh, make sure that you know you're cleaning it up. If you do go that route, that might not be a bad route to go. Uh, to go renewed or refurbished. Or start early uh, shopping, right? That was yep. the other option. And, yep. And honestly, there are some really good opportunities if you sign up for whether it's the Walmart Plus or the Best Buy, whatever the loyalty program is. As an example this year, Walmart Plus is going to give people who are members access four hours earlier to sale prices and I think that's both in store and online so I think that you will see where if you take the time now to sign up for those or enroll in those loyalty programs yeah and you kind of already have an idea of what you're shopping for you may actually be one of the few that gets an item if you're given that four-hour window and you take advantage of it i think that you're going to see a lot of places that don't have a lot of extra items for sale like you were talking about but 
will also have limited supplies of things that they would have had between now and Christmas that that extra four hours or whatever it happens to be might mm -hmm. be the difference between you getting it or having to wait. Yeah, we were already talking about the new Apple laptops and different things that the shipping and delivery times had been elongated. I heard that some people who had ordered early enough in the process ran into a problem where UPS had a mechanical issue with their airplanes and those deliveries were delayed. Now, saying it's going to be delayed a month or something like that calls into question whether they had a little more than a mechanical issue, but point being is you have to think about the shipping <laughs> just yeah. as much as the purchase. So whether it's Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, if, if you can walk into a store and pick it up and, and take it home, start your shopping now. That's, yep, that's the, that's the move. That's, that would be my number one recommendation is to physically go in the store because that's, you're going to have your best luck there. Um, also, one thing that uh, I want to throw out there that I just came across the other day that I am not going to uh, say too loud in the event that my wife hears me, but the new colors of the uh, HomePod Minis will be released on November 1st, on the day that you guys hear this. It has, they are going to be available on November 1st, and my wife's birthday is on November 2nd, so I'm going to get her one of those. Um, after her 40th birthday, I'm not going to get her nothing on her actual birthday date, but I'll get her that. And she told me which color she wanted already, so... So you're not going to release this AirPod, uh, this, uh, the, the podcast until after that date. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm on, I'm going to post it the same day. I'm going to post it go. tomorrow, there but again, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> and, okay. uh, uh, so I'm not worried about it, but yeah, she is in the other room. So I wanted to make sure I said that a little halfway quiet, but make sure that you guys got it at the same time. So, there you go. uh, you know, other than that, guys, I, I don't have anything else. How about you, Seth? Got dad joke so, for us? Oh, I, I got one for you. So my my sweater was was collecting a lot of static electricity, so I took it back, and they gave me another one without charge. Oh, <laughs> that's a knee slapper. Sorry, sorry, all right. <laughs> hey, I like that one. That's a good one. Yep, There's your yep. dad joke for the week, folks. Dad joke of the um, week. There you go. Yep. Well, all right. A uh, couple of things here, guys. Make sure you guys go and leave that review in iTunes. Get us up there on the charts. If you really like our content, we're going to do our best to get these episodes down to exactly 30 minutes, if not uh, really close to it. Give it take a minute or two either way on plus or minus. And also make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Apple Tech Facts. But as always, thanks for listening.